We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. and welcome back to another episode of No Other Pod. I'm Jimmy, as always, with my co-host, Daniel Kuzer. Dan, what is going on, my friend? Oh, just bringing us back in like uh, we're an episode of Doug coming back from commercial break. Yeah, It sounds like chicken pot pie is what it is. <laughs> I loved uh, Doug was a, a solid show. Oh, very solid show. Absolutely. Uh, no one was the same. You had some yellow characters and purple and green and mm-hmm. blue mixed races all over the place. It Roger was, Klutz, Klotz, whatever Klotz, his name yeah. was. Very diverse show for its yeah. time, if you think about it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, Patty Mayonnaise. I remember that. Yeah. Skeeter. Name. Gross. <laughs> uh, it was so, a, a solid show before it moved to the Disney Channel. Disney kind of ruined oh. it. Agreed, man. You got to think big. You know, you got to stay on uh, Nickelodeon as long as you can. Yeah, but, we, uh, we're we speaking the elder millennial talk right now. I think we're, we've lost any of our younger crowd yeah. uh, or, or our older crowd. It's like, what is Doug? Yeah, you know, go check it out, man. That's a solid show. Uh, Rugrats <laughs> is up there as well. And uh, I was pretty partial to Rocco's Modern Life myself. I was about to I say. Realized that's not for children. That I was about to say Rocco's children. Modern Life was my jam. Ren and Stimpy, man, with the video game on Sega. Weirdly, I wasn't allowed to watch Ren and Stimpy. I was allowed oh, to watch Rocco's Modern Life. It was a little You're bit correct. more subtle. You're a young, uh, a young, young Protestant that uh, wasn't allowed to <laughs> go outdoors and with the hooligan friends. <laughs> well, Ren and Stimpy was a little bit more overt in their just crudeness. Rocco's Modern mm-hmm. Life snuck it in there a little bit, a little bit more subtly. So well, they did ride on the back of Powdered Toast Man's butt. So that was a <laughs> that was a thing. And the video game was no less crude. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, uh, dude, happy August to you. And oh, yeah. we've got a crazy month of soccer ahead of us. Uh probably four podcasts covering six games. Yeah. It's there's something Pretty like crazy. seven games across twenty-two uh days, and that includes the League's Cup matchup oh, next Wednesday. Yeah, I guess I've, I wasn't counting League's Cup, I don't think. So yeah, because yeah, that because we don't have Tuesday. enough games. So or Tuesday, we don't have enough games. So why not throw that in there? Yeah, when so. do you want to record next week, man? Tuesday will. No, you're not. I I'm got, out of I'm town recording. next week. Yeah, I got to figure something out. Yeah, maybe. So it's I guess a, is it a one man show or we're supposed to preview the League's Cup tonight? Then I guess 
That's next Tuesday? Uh, I'll give you a preview right now. We're facing a Mexican club. It will be difficult. And there you go. <laughs> you think, uh, well, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about yeah, it a little bit. We'll but, you know, you all know how we like to kick off the pod. If we get a new review, we like to go ahead and give a shout out and read the review for whoever left the review. And you know what? We, the bar's been set high. We, wow. we, got, we got a six-star review is what they said in the title. And then after that, we got a seven-star review is what they said in the title. So yeah. now we have another one. They didn't, they didn't specify stars, but they did something a little different. That was so, so anticlimactic. You said, and now there's another one. <laughs> well, I'm. I, I want to leave it to the crowd to judge. Is this better than a seven star review? Because they put some work into this. Well, here's a little judge. All right, here's a little, here's a little uh, creativity for you. All right, their name. What's a sporting? All right, I get that. I get it. Good name. Uh, no other pod. No other club. Five stars. And I guess, I, I guess it's a little jingle here, man, because it says, "Oh, when the coos." Comes marching in, when Jimmy Mack comes marching in. There's no other part I like more than this one. When Mack and Coos come marching in, that's pretty good. That's it's pretty not good. bad. It says thanks for the entertainment and the laughs. S K C T I D. That means till I die, homie. It does. That's what that means. Uh, yo, thank you. That's fun. Making me sing on here. Whatever. I didn't mind. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Saw, yeah, my voice, I do a pretty good voice, thanks. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, shout out for, for that review. That's awesome. I think, is that the first one we've got where someone wrote a little chant or a song for us? Uh, I think so. A little jingle. If you yeah. Know. So, pretty cool. Well, thank you so yeah. much. And, uh, yeah. That's our leave. new entrance, entrance theme. I could sing that for us. And, uh, Rad, you know, Radke's getting a little too big for us now anyway. So, yeah. <laughs> leave uh, leave your five star rating and review if you have not yet done so and we will read it on air so thank you to all have done so and make sure y'all yes. go do it if you haven't so unfortunately it's not a victory pot at least for sporting Man. kc this week but you know, upsetting it's it was it was a rough game you know dallas um dallas sucks man i do not like <laughs> do dallas they I mean, they came in and got the job done. Did well, what they needed to do. They were good on the field, kind of in uh, against SKC uh, this last weekend. But just like their general vibe, I'm not with. I don't like it. Why are they like that though? Like I, I they've always been like that, and they've even had coaching changes and have continued to keep the identity of the team of being a bunch of assholes. Yeah, they're like I that's mean, their identity. It's like it. it you know, people hit the believe sign as they leave the locker room, but the sign they're hitting is like, don't forget to be an asshole. You, you got your uh, your Ted Lasso in there. Ted See Lasso, it? sure. <laughs> it's, they're dicks, dude. And they, yeah. they time waste and they do everything they can to step in front of a free kick. And am I just biased? Do I not notice if sporting does those things? Because I don't see us do those things ever. I, I think I think we're a little biased. I don't think okay. we're nearly what FC Dallas does. FC Dallas, I would say, is the most concacafy, and, and y'all, for those of you who know what I mean, y'all know what I mean. They're the most concacafy team in MLS. Like yeah. their shenanigans and their shithousery is unmatched. Uh, I will say, talking to some of my friends who are not sporting fans, they do think sporting is a little chippy. They think sporting is a little physical and, and that sporting likes to kind of make a mess of the game sometimes, particularly players like Roger Espinoza and whatnot. 
They think okay, that, so chippy. That's that's way more exciting than sure. trying to slow down a fast game. Sure. No, I mean FC Dallas was on their bullshit all game, and they Are were you talking intentionally... to your Seattle friends again. <laughs> I thought they're... you said you were gonna just kick them to the curb, bro. Just just end those relationships. You don't need that negativity in your life. <laughs> I have some friends from, from my days when I wrote for Total MLS. I got some friends who are Seattle fans, Houston fans. There are a couple of Dallas fans in there. Oh, my God. Uh, Toronto FC. There's even an Atlanta fan that we, for some reason, let in. But Dude, you know. we got guys, we got to get Jimmy a, a book club or something. Get him some <laughs> new friends or something. You know, play go play chess in the park, dude. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, the, I'm the SKC holdout in there sticking up for PV and his men. So we'll see. Wow. Uh, but... I don't know. It's weird game. We're going to talk about it. Refereeing, lots of controversy. You and I have a little bit of differing opinions on the officiating in this game. So we'll talk about sure. that, sure. but we'll see. Uh, we do, before we jump full on into the game, got to give a shout out to our, uh, our, our good old partners over at Manscaped. Attention listeners across the galaxy, all the way from Australia to Houston. Do we have a pube problem? If so, <laughs> our friends at... I, I don't write this just FYI. I read what they send me, but you know, it's fine. You uh, should. You should take ownership and be like, I do write this. I'm awesome. I will say, <laughs> peek behind the curtain. They tell us to make the reads our own. It's fine. It says insert space music here. We don't have space music to insert. Oh my God. So just as I, I read, some, as I read this part, ground pretend. control to Major Tom. <laughs> if so, our friends at Manscaped have cleared you for takeoff with their fourth generation and brand new lawnmower 4.0. Kick your pubes to the next planet with the performance package 4.0. <laughs> the orbit in your pants will feel like you're in zero gravity when you use the best tools for the job from this the leaders in male grooming. Join the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get your rocket ready for takeoff by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code NOOTHERPOD, all one word. Are you ready for an out-of-this-world experience? I mean, everybody else is going to space. Bezos is going to space. Richard Branson's going to space. Elon Musk is going to try to go to space, I'm sure. Uh, well, you have to look no further than the Performance Package 4.0 from Manscaped that has just taken off not only in the USA, but Canada, the UK, across Europe, Australia, South Africa, and Singapore. So if you're anywhere there, you can get the Performance Package 4.0. Inside it, you'll find the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair trimmer, the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag to hold your whole solar system. First scheduled for liftoff is the new Lawnmower 4.0. Spaceship is here to guide you on your journey to trim your body, balls, butt, and even Uranus. Get it? It's a it's a Ooh. planet joke. It's a planet joke, and also to your I butt. I love it. The fourth generation trimmer also features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to the advanced skin safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 has a 7,000 RPM motor, a new multifunction on-off switch, and it can engage a travel lock and is even waterproof. It's also got that 4,000K LED spotlight that you all know about that you can turn on and off when needed for a more precise shave throughout your travels across the universe. Of course, the Performance Package 4.0 also includes that weed whacker. It's like having a little astronaut to chop up your worst weeds up top in your nose and ear. The Weed Whacker is also waterproof, uses a 9,000 RPM motor-powered, 360-degree rotary dual-blade system. It's also got that proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs. And don't forget the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and the Crop Reviver to help your little planets be on their A-game when feeling the sun's heat. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to their Performance Package 4.0, the Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel 
bag. Abort Harry Balls and Buzz Lightyear that Woody with Manscaped. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code NOOTHERPOD at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with code NOOTHERPOD at Manscaped. For a clean trinity and beyond, your space balls will thank you. This is major time to ground control. <laughs> That's good stuff, man. That was a that was a read and a half. Sitting in a tin can. <laughs> <laughs> ah, got that me, was... You got me singing about David Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I hear that song, this is it's a good song. I heard this song obviously before the movie, but did you ever see the movie The Secret Life of Walter Mitty? With uh, Ben Stiller and Kristen Wiig. I don't Wade. remember. I don't uh, remember. That, that song's in that movie. It's like a, a big song in the movie. So I was thinking of that movie. It's a good one. You should check it it's, out. You know, and then the guitar comes in and goes, strum, 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 clap, clap. <laughs> <laughs> this has been our space music. I think I remember that song being sang in Mr. Deeds. Oh, it has been so long since yeah. I've seen Mr. Deeds. It's been a bit, man. Okay. <laughs> With the uh, uh, frost bit foot, yeah. you know. It's, uh, you know, well, thank you to our partners at Manscaped and go yes. check them out. Guys, uh, go get something. It's anything. That code works for absolutely anything. Absolutely. Anything on their, their lotion, site. Their lotion, their aftershave, it, you know, keeps you from breaking out and like ingrown hairs and stuff. And yeah. It's good stuff. Exfoliation. Exfoliation. Um, you been using that stuff? Or are you still bushing it up? <laughs> I use it. It's good stuff. Okay. I, I didn't like know. It. I didn't know if you were still braiding your stuff or if you were actually shaving it, you know? Braiding. <laughs> I'm not hairy yeah, enough you... anywhere on my body for braiding okay. anything. I didn't know if you had the pubic dreads going on, bro. I thought you'd <laughs> Yeah, man. <laughs> let's uh let's jump into this Dallas game as as much, as much as I don't really want to. Uh it um kind of sucked from the get-go. It was yeah. you know, the, what, the would you say 2 minutes in it sucked? about three about three yeah. you know and it wasn't for lack of of like solid lineup the lineup that was out there was, was pretty much without buzio and without Polito was as close to the first choice lineup as as you can basically get sure. uh so i think that was fine we all know and we talked about this last week that dallas has some talented younger players peppy has been very good we've all seen paxton pommy call before you know they're jesus ferrera is not bad I don't think any of us expected that three minutes in this game would, would turn the way it did. Now there's a little controversy uh, in, in the buildup to this goal. Johnny Russell had it. I think it was, I want to say Ryan Hollingshead who kind of stole the ball. Maybe it bounced up and hit his arm. There are immediate shouts for a handball. Uh, doesn't really matter. Was no call. He found Paxton Pomical up near the top of the box. Andre Ufantes doesn't really close down as much as maybe he could. Pomical shoots from distance, gets past two million, and suddenly two and a half minutes into the game, it's 1-0 FC Dallas. No bueno. Yeah, I, uh, you know, the crowd didn't even have a chance to get loud. No. We, we didn't even have a chance to get into the game, and then boom, whatever wind was coming into the sails was immediately just gone. And now you're chasing this game for 87 minutes yeah it's it wasn't great uh it um there was some controversy around the handball shouts people wanted var it looks pretty clear on the replay for me that it touches his hand here's the problem they changed the rules this year so if it's an incidental handball by a player and that player is not the one to score 
it's not a it's not an offense that can be reviewed and it's not even an offense according to the new rules really it's really? um it has to be an intentional handball let me read you the the exact rule here as it was written because this was a a, a little bit of of controversy i guess you can say uh in terms well, that's of kind of trash yeah so um what the rule says is an accidental handball by a teammate immediately before a goal is scored or which creates a goal scoring opportunity is no longer an offense. So because it wasn't Hollingshead who actually scored. Now, if he would have done the same thing and he would have been the one to score would have been an offense. It would have been a reviewable, but since it was, he passed it off to a teammate, which seems kind of dumb. Oh yeah. I can accidentally touch the ball as long as I pass it. And they're the ones who score 12 seconds later. It's fine. Seems kind of dumb. I, I'm not a fan of that dude at all. So that's why it couldn't be reviewed. But, you know, hey, Sporting KC, we're used to playing from behind, right? Doesn't seem sure. like it's too big of an issue. You think about that and you're like, okay, we earn points from this uh, position. You know, this is right. what we do. But that that stat has to come to an end eventually, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's the exception, not the rule, what we're doing this year. You cannot keep that up. It is not sustainable to constantly be giving up the first goal and come back and draw or, or win in many cases. Agreed. So it wasn't great. Um, the rest of the first half, Sporting had chances at times, but nothing really. I mean, they got a little bit more aggressive toward the end of the first half, I would say. There were some chances where they, they seemed like they might be able to, to level the game. Nothing really could, could come uh, to fruition. But then second half starts. Six minutes in, Jesus Ferreira, you know, Kyrie kind of gets bodied off the ball. There's shouts for a two-handed shove in the back. Kyrie doesn't get those calls a lot. Ball's turned over. Jesus Ferreira gets the ball from distance. Again, fires on on frame, gets it past Melia. Andre Ufantas said after the game, maybe he'd have he could have closed down a little bit more there too. But when it's 2-0 in the 51st minute, I was not feeling very confident at that point that SKC were going to get a result. No, dude, it didn't feel it didn't feel good at all. So it's um I don't know. And and it was at this point that FC Dallas really started with their shenanigans, I guess I could say. You know, um Moore, the goalkeeper, he was time wasting relatively early on, down kind of by where, where you were, and he got into it with Roger Espinosa a little bit because yeah. Moore was like holding the ball and Roger tries to grab it and the Moore flops all over the ground and in all honesty, Roger punched it like out of his hand. Like it was like, <laughs> like he was trying to cause a fumble in the NFL or something. It was pretty really? hard. So I kind of, I, I don't know if I'm remembering correctly. I kind of agree that if I was the goalkeeper, I'd be like, what the fuck, man? What? <laughs> Is no one going to say anything about this? Well, and so when you asked so, if we're biased, Roger's the one who tends to be the, the object of most other fan bases ire when it comes to shenanigans oh, yes. on the field. If Roger, dude, do this every time, guys. It's fun game. It's fun game. Play this game. If Roger thinks he got fouled and it was a no call, there was no foul called, your job is to now watch Roger for the next 30 seconds because he's going to make <laughs> up for it. He's going to go so hard at somebody. It's going to be a retaliation foul, and he will get it. It will get called on yeah. him. And he'll probably get a yellow card. Maybe a yellow card. Yellow card, Roger, man. Now, I love the intensity Roger plays with. I really do. But just do this next time he's out. You too, man, up yeah. in the booth. Watch this crap. Because yeah. if he goes down and he's pissed, oh, buddy, he's yeah. going to be worse than the bulldog he has waiting for him at home. <laughs> There's a reason 
that Roger Espinosa has the record for most red cards in the league. Yes, so, there is. Know. And uh, <laughs> haven't had a Roger red in a, in a while. So it's been in a minute. I, I'm due. If I'm yeah. being honest, I'm due. Yeah. It's, I mean, it was just weird officiating all throughout the game at this point, you know, shallowy fell down in the box at one point down near the cauldron and somehow Alex Chilowitz, uh, I think that's his name, the ref, calls a foul against Daniel Shallowy and Sporting KC. Like, it just, it doesn't make sense. Um, it's almost like the referee uh, scouted Daniel. Like, sometimes they'll scout these players and they know, like, that they they tend to flop in the box, you know what I mean, and try to get a call. But it's like yeah. Daniel's never, Daniel doesn't have a history of doing this. So why, why is he being singled out? Does that make sense? Right. Because Dwyer was always targeted about that. Diego Rubio's targeted about that. Yeah. Those are the guys that that have an issue with that. Well, and um, then you have a, a player almost on the opposite end of the spectrum, like Kyrie, who never goes down and never flops because he's so Johnny physical. Too. But but they don't ever get the call. Like, when's the last time you saw Kyrie earn a foul because someone was pulling and grabbing on him? It's not his fault that he's a big, strong dude who doesn't like mm-hmm. to go to the ground easy. That doesn't make it any less of a foul. As a bigger player myself, if I get fouled, I think I need to go to ground to earn the foul because right. it's it's but then again, it's not realistic for me to get knocked down. Yeah. Like it's just no one's knocking my big ass down. <laughs> I'm like, he just kicked me. Do I need to fall? <laughs> right. Well, and and you know, it's the biggest, and I don't want to spend a ton of time on this per se, but it's the biggest complaint of non-soccer fans, and is that you know. Soccer players are soft. They just flop all the time. The problem is referees like Chilowitz or, or organizations like Pro or whatnot, if they won't call the foul unless you fall to the ground, you're creating a situation where, yeah, someone gets grazed and then you fall to the ground when you really shouldn't because yeah. otherwise you're not going to get a call. What choice do you have? You know? So it's, it's not great, but that was, but you're right. It almost is like he, had, he was on the lookout for Shallowy mm-hmm. all game. Which, I mean, you said it. Shallowy is not one. When you come to my mind, you're like, okay, floppers in sporting Casey history. Like you said, Dwyer, Rubio, Latif Blessing. Like yeah, those are ones who. Latif. Those are ones who were sort of known for being like, okay, you're making a meal out of it. Daniel Shallowy is not that way in my mind. No, I've never seen that. Uh, and really, he, he doesn't score a lot of his goals in like so deep in the box, anyways. Like he, right. he's, it's more outside stuff. And, which is kind of amazing now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> His goals are so awesome. Well, I mean, it was, it was wild in this game how much was happening in and around Shallowy in the box. There was that one that was inexplicably a foul on Shallowy. Then later in the game, he got seemingly thrown down or tripped in the box by uh, FC Dallas defender Tuomasi. Uh, to me, it looked pretty clear. Tuomasi came across didn't play the ball, stepped in front of Shallowy intentionally to trip him up, and Shallowy went down in the box when there was no intent to play the ball whatsoever. That seemed like a foul, but did not get reviewed in any sort of mm-hmm. way. And then there was not that long after that where I, I think it was Twomacy again. Uh, it might have been an, another defender. I'm not sure. But it was a shoulder-to-shoulder bump. So I don't think it's a foul on, on FC Dallas. But Shallowy goes down because there's clearly contact. And then Shallow gets shown a yellow for simulation. I didn't understand that. It didn't look like simulation. Uh, uh, in person, you don't really know for sure, but I always watch the highlights, and it certainly didn't look that way. You no. Know? 
Well, I mean, I'm I'm totally fine with it being a no call. I'm not going to sit here and say I think it was an FC Dallas like penalty because it was shoulder to shoulder. You're allowed to go shoulder to shoulder with a player within reason, sure. and I think it was fine. Within but, reason, and I it's just but he had a couple other shoulder to shoulders where the guy absolutely freaking like extended forearm. his arm on Shallowy, and I'm yeah. like, what what are we doing here? And I don't know, man. It's it's the dude was consistently bad. The referee was. And if that's one good thing, like it was the same for the whole thing. So, yeah, that's where before the podcast, you were saying that you didn't think he was terrible, but I think well, what's you met, the baseline. What am I comparing it to? I mean, San Jose true. game. That's true. I mean, that's what am I comparing to uh, Hitler to, to, to Donald Trump here? It's, <laughs> it's very oh, different, but also bad, you know, yeah. I, I mean, the San Jose, the, the, the whatever his name was, I forget, Dickerson, was that who it was in the San Jose game? He was just, as Peter said, consistently inconsistent. Yeah. This guy, Chilowitz, was shit throughout the entire game, but he was shit in the, in the same consistent way. Sure. I didn't think, <laughs> like, I didn't think he was favoring one side or the other or just, like, so bad and calling, calling one foul but not calling the same foul down the road, you know? The, the, the only way I would say – where you could argue that he was he was favoring one side uh, instead of the other is time he wasting. let yes he let Dallas get away with time wasting all the way until yes. the 80th minute and they started it in like the 30th. Bro, I don't you don't see time wasting in the first half. I'm like, yo, you guys want to park the bus now? And this is not the first time Dallas has done this. Dallas no, does this not. every time. No, I understand. In the second half you start to pack it in a little bit, you know, you start to secure it, but the first half, dude, you try to go for more goals. Are yeah. they that non, not confident in their stuff and in, in their play that they can't get the job done. It felt yeah. very bad. And, and it mucks up the game. And so when people say SKC wants to be chippy, well, at least we're not trying to slow down the game and make it boring for right. anyone who was channel flipping and is right. like, Oh, what's this gross sport. Or when you're being subbed off and you're taking your sweet ass time. And so the yes. ref 80 minutes into the game is finally like, okay, time wasting. And then you throw a little kindergarten tantrum on the field where you pull out your shin guard and you start biting it. And then you throw it down on the field. And then you look like you're going to fight the ref and your, your teammates have to come get you over to the side. And then I don't know if you saw it, This is Bresson on FC Dallas doing this. He's over there and it's like a hold me back situation where like the, the, the coaches on the bench are like keeping him from running back onto the field. And I'm like, what the hell is going How's on? How's that not a second yellow? It absolutely should have been. And guess what? That sub doesn't happen. You're still in the field of play. You have not right. been subbed out. You now get a red card. Your sub can take a seat and cool off his little warmed up legs. Right. For one, you threw us. You threw it. Why did you pick it up and bite it? It's covered <laughs> in your nasty sweat, you monster. It's, why, why did Why do you do that? I don't know. I don't know. He, he like he bit it like you would like you would test if a, if a coin is real. Yep, that's real silver. <laughs> it reminded me of like the way he did it was like you ever see like the old timey like old west movies when they're about to saw someone's leg off and they don't have like the yes. the anesthesia, so they're like, "Here's a scrap of leather, just bite it while we yeah. saw your leg off." Like that's bite what down it on this like belt. He was doing. Yeah, yeah. Oh my lord, dude! I I couldn't believe that, and that that does not fly. If no. you throw something, if you kick a ball away, like that's an automatic yellow card. You don't do that. Imagine that. Okay. So there, there's about that. You got me riled up. <laughs> there's a couple things. It, it absolutely should have been a second yellow. The second he threw the shin guard hands sure. down. 
Now imagine this though. Imagine that's a sporting KC player. I know there's time wasting and SKC has done their fair share of it when they're winning or whatnot. But imagine that I don't even know who would do that on, on sporting KC. I can't think of anybody, but let's say, you know, it's, it's uh, you know, Roberto Puncic is, is coming off and, and he's gets time wasting and he gets so mad that he, he throws his shin guard and he starts getting in the ref space. Like he's going to fight him and all that. What do you think Peter Vermees is going to do when he gets over to the sidelines? Do you think Peter Vermees puts up with shit like that? No, you, you get no after game granola bar. Your snack was your <laughs> shin guard. You fool. You, you look stupid right. on television and to 20,000 people here, you look like an idiot. Peter, Peter has his gamesmanship, but Peter also isn't going to let his players look like a bunch of jackasses on the screen. No, definitely not, dude. That guy looked like the ass of a clown. Like he, it was absolutely <laughs> unacceptable. I can't believe that happened. I, I forgot all about it. And I, uh, now you're mad. I don't, I don't get it. How come, did anyone tweet at this guy? Did anyone tweet at him? Cause I feel I like know. getting blocked by a pro athlete today. That's well, you've done I'm it before. Feeling. You've done, I've it, done before. it before, man. Where's my guy Marlon Hairston at? Is he even playing anymore? <laughs> That's a good question. Where's Marlon at? I don't know. Marlon, I can't search for him. Can't search for him, bro. <laughs> oh, apparently he plays for the Columbus Crew. Oh, okay. Marlon Harrison's only for Dallas. He's only twenty-seven. Yeah, I thought he was older. No, but also he was like a leader on on the Rapids, and I was. I think I just tweeted like "be a leader," and he was like "blocked, bitch." <laughs> I, I forget what it was that you said, but it was whatever. not that mean. I'll tell you that. Yeah, uh, let me. What's Marlon Harrison's? I'm gonna find this right now. I'm gonna Wait, tell how? you exactly what you said. Oh, I got my. How ways. can you do that? You Marley can just control G94. F that shit. I'm searching your mentions of Marley G94 you while we're live. You said at this was April 9th, 2017. April 9th, 2017. You tweeted at Marley G94. Who is that? Act like you can lead a team. Colorado Rapids are better than this. Okay, that doesn't seem that mean. It's so not. truth hurts, Marley G. You got you got one like. It was by Marissa Kuzer. <laughs> you know and what, you dude? Blocked. I'm not in it for the likes, bro. I'm in it for the blocks. I don't give a shit about your social media stuff. You're not making me cry because you don't like my tweets. I don't need your love. I don't need your devotion. Yeah. I don't need it. Yeah. So that's the story of how Dan got blocked by Marlon Harrison. We're still trying to figure out the story of how Dan got blocked by Eric Dick, which is still inexplicable to this day. That's inexplicable to this day. It's inexplicable. Doesn't make sense. I'm not, I'm not even upset. I'm bamboozled. I'm, I'm absolutely befuddled. We had him on and it was a great conversation. Great Wonderful conversation. Time. Even had a follow-up afterwards. Thanks yeah. so much, man. You know, next thing you know, and you then, never said anything bad about him. I looked. I, not to my knowledge, no. So I don't know. Maybe he maybe he saw what you did to Marlon Harrison. He goes, "Oh, got to got preemptively block." Him. <laughs> I don't know, man. Oh. Eric, if you're out there, man, I'm sorry. What can I do, dude? How can I amend our relationship? I'm so sorry. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> Sporting KC, I don't need tried, your likes. Tried to fight back in the second half, 85th minute. Uh, Daniel Shallowy sends a laser of a ball across the box and Johnny Russell comes running out of nowhere and gets ahead to this ball. It's amazing watching this on, on replay. Sends it right past Moore. Suddenly 2-1 Sporting KC. Five minutes left in regulation. You thought there was going to be a while on stoppage. And, and there was. Well, it's, it was like seven minutes, I think, was added or something like that. And, a little bit. And it, there, there were chances. Daniel Shallowy could have put one away later. It, it could have come back and, and Sporting could have ended up drawing this game. Ultimately, they well, didn't. 
that Johnny goal was impressive because he's not the guy that's going to beat his defender to a header. Okay. Johnny's not the tallest guy on the field. No, he's really not. He's short, he's scrappy, he's quick. And uh, just to get that header at such pace, it went through a lot of traffic too. That header wasn't just between him and the goal. No, it had to go past a lot of defenders. And I was like, how'd that even get in? It, I mean, there was a lot of power and it was perfectly placed, but you're right. It went past like three FC Dallas defenders. And, so. and a couple SKC guys too. Like it could have hit someone inadvertently. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. So that you got to give props to Johnny for that. And uh, also to Daniel for the service, really. Uh, Daniel Shallowy, dude, continuing to get on the score sheet. If mm-hmm. it's not a goal, it's an assist. And you got to love what the dude is doing. I mean, arguably the MVP of the team so far this year. Uh, yeah, essentially, unless you're talking defensive, and that's Fontas all the way, man. Yeah, Fontas didn't have maybe, the best maybe, game, but maybe of the league though, Fontas is is crushing the damn thing. Yeah, uh, Peter after the match, he had some interesting comments. He said, you know, you got to give Dallas credit; they played with some urgency. They were clean and crisp in their buildup. I don't think we expected the game to be as fast as it was for some reason. I don't know why at the start. The goal got scored, and then we were in the game. After that, from that point on, we were in the game. So I, I thought that was interesting that, you know, I, we, I followed up and asked him, I was like, do you mean like tactically or what? And he was like, no, just like for some reason, the players weren't ready to go. We just weren't in the game. We well, weren't ready to go start the game. People aren't respecting you enough and your questions. People that watch <laughs> these press conferences afterwards, Jimmy knows the meaning of an open ended question to let, to let Peter talk to you. You know what I mean? Because, and I'm not putting anyone else on blast, but sometimes there are some questions that he could literally answer by saying yes or no. Yeah. Like they're very close-ended, very uh, not giving him any way to elaborate. And I feel like he almost strains to elaborate, but you, you're like, talk to me about this. And it's like, damn, Jimmy, you could conduct interviews, man. (laughs) Like, like freaking job interviews and stuff, dude. Tell me about a time. You know, Peter, well, I've been doing when you that were, all uh, week, actually, when you overcame adversity, Peter Vermees, <laughs> <laughs> tell me about a time when you know you had a a, a a challenge with a coworker, and and what did you do to resolve the challenge? Yeah, what did you do to really uh, take charge, Peter? Well, I mean, I am in charge. Okay, <laughs> this one time, Carrie's Wagner was being an absolute dick. And... <laughs> yeah, and then he gave me COVID, and I had to miss two games. No, let's not start that rumor. <laughs> we don't know how Peter got it. It was, a, it was a it was a smear campaign is what it yeah. was. Carrie's like, this is my team now. I am <laughs> well, the captain now. I, I appreciate the comment. It's I enjoy being in the press conferences. It's fun. Um, yeah, you do. That's your thing. Uh, it's not my thing. I don't like yeah. it. I, I'm kind of fan first, uh, journalist second. But, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, it's it's, you know, um, like Peter said, they were just a little bit late in some situations. They're much better in the second half. They made some adjustments at halftime. Uh, Gotti Kinda said something similar, you know, just they scored. And this was Question my favorite quote. My favorite quote from the whole night was from Gotti. And I was like, thank you, Gotti. And English isn't his first language. So he's still learning how to navigate these whatnot. But my favorite quote of the night when he goes, I think if we had scored before them, it would have been much easier. Like, well, sure. yes. <laughs> <laughs> how many, how many journalists right now maybe listen to us and are like, is he talking about me? Do I ask? Closed-ended questions? Is, yeah. is Sean Goodwin Sean Goodwin's rewriting an article right now? Sean, he's Sean like, knows what's up. No, I know. I'm just kidding. Obviously, Sean <laughs> is a very good person. But 
Sean's getting called out by random Twitter trolls all day today. I don't know if you saw that. <laughs> he was. And it's like Sean didn't even, yeah, my source is uh, Peter Vermees from a press conference that I was attending. <laughs> like, what the hell is this shit? Yeah. It's like, it was- yeah, we, and also we know the Busio reports, he's more than likely gone. We yeah. won't see him in an SKC jersey. Like, piss off. It was cracking me up. So <laughs> he handled it well. Know. He just retweeted him and put this weirdo on blast, <laughs> like a Spurs fan or whatever. Uh, Spurs people, man, they're Spurs weird, fans. man. Drew Vanderplug, weird people. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Drew. Uh, you know, it's um, it was a weird game. Sporting KC, you know, didn't get the result that they wanted. Thankfully, Seattle didn't get the result they wanted either. So yeah. Sporting, you know, you knew this would happen, dude. You knew we wouldn't get it done. You I told did, you at least. before the game. Yeah. I told you this. Shout out to you because I texted you and I was like, Sad a lost. We can take first place. And you're like, that means it's not happening. I also make things happen. <laughs> Let me tell you this. I make things happen. One time I said, I've done a few times at a Woso game once. I was like, man, Sydney LaRue has was so quiet in the first half. Second half started, she scored like a galazzo, like a banger right outside of the box. Yeah. Then I say something at a sporting game and I said, man, Polito's just selfish with the ball. Sometimes he just doesn't pass the ball. And then what's he do? He drives in and he scored a goal. And I was like, am I making this happen? Yeah. <laughs> do you need anything from me, Jimmy? Like, do you need to advance in your career? Cause I could just say that it won't happen. And you might. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, you know, you, you just send good thoughts my way. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> no, because it'd be bad thoughts. It's the oh, so opposite. You need, you need of what some I bad say. thoughts. Okay. Yes. So well, that's a you risky get all game. My bad thoughts, man. Okay. Well, thank you. I appreciate your bad thoughts. But it's uh, real. And I said this to you like, sporting's not going to get it done now because we're thinking yeah, about it. But then that happened. Oh, yeah. You're right. Okay. Now this is weird. <laughs> I've, I've contradicted myself entirely. <laughs> so don't send me your bad thoughts. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Anyway, <laughs> I speak things into existence sometimes. It's weird. Oh, man. Well, now SKC go face LAFC uh, tonight, late game, 9.30 p.m. in LA. And how dare they tweet at Ted Lasso trying to get their support? Yeah, get the hell how out of here. How dare they thinking the that because Sudeikis is an actor, he has no loyalty to Kansas City. Get Jason Sudeikis out. has been on the screen at Children's Mercy Park talking about sporting Kansas City. Yeah. Yeah. Go tweet at Will Ferrell some more. Yeah. We, we, let us have something. Have you okay? watched Ted Lasso and seen all the Kansas City references in it? So many get out of here. And also someone tweeted and was like, well, our barbecue is better than yours. Yours is probably vegan. And I was like, Hey, now uh, <laughs> I'm all about some vegan barbecue. <laughs> I, I, so I, you know, I, I grew up in LA. I, yeah. I, there's probably some better places than there were back then. But let me tell you when, when we would go to quote unquote barbecue, when I lived in LA, there was a restaurant my dad in particular liked it's called Wood Ranch barbecue. It's good. It has a, I would call it a, barbecue style sauce but it's not barbecue it was basically like oh here's like a a, a nicely cooked steak it's called tri-tip is what they called it and it's not something Mm. that is is out here as much but it was basically like like a steak loin with like a barbecue style sauce drizzle and and like broccoli like steamed broccoli i'm like this isn't barbecue give me some ribs give me some burnt ends with with some some cheesy potatoes or or something like that's that's barbecue hmm. so not la stuff, man. but uh, yeah la that's not a thing and uh don't don't be don't be tweeting at our people we'll i know it's ted a ted lasso. lasso account which is absolutely ran by some producer or someone i'm sure of it but 
but oh, is know. it the real Ted Lasso, Jimmy? Is that yes, what you're, surprise. Ted Lasso's a real person. <laughs> it's, it's not actually Jason Sudeikis. No, it's it's got to be some kind of uh, social media account, right? Yeah, for sure. But they tweet as if they are Ted Lasso, the character, and and yeah. you know they they've shouted out Buzio and and whatnot yeah. before, especially and in the USA game. So and was yeah. like, well, you play my you play my guys sporting Kansas City, so gonna have to gonna have to think about this one. Yeah. So Nothing shout to out to Ted Lasso. Ted. <laughs> Uh, we play LAFC. Uh, we beat them earlier this year, two to one, which is nice because last year we lost both times we played them. And by last year, I mean two years ago, 2019, we did not play them in 2020. Uh, this is not Does a Polito play. I think Polito plays. Yeah. I mean, I know Sean... he only played like not even what half an hour in the Gold Cup. He came in in extra time, I think. Yeah. But we so didn't even uh... play half an hour. Sean Goodwin and report. Well, a lot of people reported, but I saw Sean's tweet. So I'll give Sean the credit uh, from the press conference with Peter uh, earlier this week that uh, Polito will meet the team in LA for the game today. Yeah. Cause he's so, still in Vegas having a hell of a time with his wife <laughs> via his Instagram. Like don't want to come back and be with the team. I'm going to be here and enjoy the weed laws and the freaking gambling and just the partying in general. Yeah. Did you, did you watch, I assume, the gold cup final did you see yeah. greg Baralter as polito was standing on the sideline re- ready to come in greg Baralter walked up and like patted him on the back and like said something to him and i was like what what are you saying to alan polito right now is he greg trying to Baralter? get him to defect i just i was like what you know i don't know if he's in okay. there but take it easy on your on, on your teammate Bujo. but i was like what do you, of all what does Baralter have to do with alan polito and why is why is he out there that's true. Why would he go talk to him? It was weird. Like I wasn't rooting for Mexico, obviously, because I was rooting for the U.S. But like I got weirdly defensive mm-hmm. of Polito in that in that like instance. And I was like, Probably back like, off, Greg. We got a good we got a good squad in Columbus. If uh, when your SKC gig runs out, you know. Yeah. Well, he's. I mean, he's not in Columbus anymore, but he probably has his heart there. Oh, that's right. What am I talking about? That's stupid. It's Caleb Porter. Why did I say that? Colum- well, I mean, Greg came from. He's trying Columbus. to get him to defect. <laughs> I mean, if, who knows? But uh, what if he was like, hey. Who was your favorite luchador in pro wrestling? <laughs> so I just really need to know right now. Because mine was definitely Eddie Guerrero. Were you more of a uh, Juventud Guerrero guy? Or... <laughs> um, Alan Polito's flying to LA to meet the team for LAFC. Interesting. When Peter doesn't answer a question, he still answers a question. Because so they asked, well, will Buzio be available for the game? And Peter said, well, Buzio's back in Kansas City right now. He said he's here at the facility, is what yeah. he said, right? In the yeah, he I think that's what he said. Yeah. So uh, it's like not what was asked, Peter. Not what was asked. Also distinctly different than the answer for Alan Polito, which is he's meeting yeah. the team in LA for tomorrow's game. Right. Busio was here to pack up his shit because he's heading <laughs> to Italy. If you watched Reggie Cannon's Instagram story, for God's sakes, that Buzio, was so stupid. You watched uh, that. Yeah, absolutely. Boozio was like, shut up. Like, what are you like, yeah. I felt bad. And he was but... like, he was like, DM me, I'll give you Reggie's home address. You bought a house. Bought a house. <laughs> oh my God, dude. And I'm like, Boozio, relax, dude. It's been reported all over the place. Y'all know anyone, what's happening. Anyone with the internet knows what's up. You know, it's a thing. I think Venezia's technical director even said, Yeah, Boozio will be here soon. It's like, yeah. okay. I mean, it's being reported over there, yeah. uh, but only only the USA matters when they're reporting things like we can't listen to international news ever yeah i i don't know it's that's not credible <laughs> i guess so but i mean lafc this will be a tough one i think on the road so how, how are you feeling going into this game 
Well, did we have did, did we have Polito earlier when we played them and won two one? Oh shoot, that's right? a good I, question. But you don't know right off the top of your head. You have to think about it because he has had a few knocks here and there, right? Well, he got and injured a little bit and, and some international duty. I mean, he's been with with SKC for most of the of, of the time. Let me see. Sure. Here. June twenty sixth. That's when they played here at Children's Mercy Park. Yep. The lineup included. That wasn't that long ago. Jesus. It wasn't that long. I don't think he was. Oh, okay. Well, now my internet decided to give out. There it is. Oh no, he did. He started. Alan Polito. Okay. He scored a goal. He and he and oh. Daniel. Okay. Cool. 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 So. So it was. I remember. I remember Luis Martins having a great game. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if he had such a great game the other night, uh, but the dude hustles all the time, yeah. and I think. I think we can get it done, man, because LAFC's had a bunch of draws and yeah. losses. Like, they've had as many draws as they've had losses. Yeah, That's weird. LAFC's coming off a couple of draws. Uh, and so, you know, I, I think a draw is a reasonable expectation. We'll see. I'd, I'd like to say we can go out there and get a win, but you just never know. I so. mean, if Polito's back and playing full games here, which I, I didn't think he'd even get minutes at national team because of, you know, we saw his entire foot arteries in, inside his body like it was just it was not, nasty as hell yeah it was like bones were hanging out like we were not even sure if he would play again <laughs> but it's now all of a sudden he's he's fine so yeah that's that's some that's a magic right there yeah so we'll see uh, at, at least as of as of this recording you know Polito sounds like he'll play I, I i think skc have a good possibility of getting result we'll see as of this yeah. recording, it sounds like Poli- uh, Buzio will probably not be playing. He has not yet officially been announced as a member of Venezia when we're recording this. But, of course, you all know how it works. We record, we release on Wednesday morning, and then news breaks. So sure. Sure. that's probably what's uh, going to happen. How much time we got to uh, you know, preview Colorado Rapids and Leon? <laughs> oh, my God, I forgot. You didn't even the, think about the Rapids, uh, did you? The Rapids. I mean, I think we beat the Rapids. I know it's on the road and Kellen Acosta had a hell of a game for the U S men's national team. I think we beat the Rapids. I don't but think Acosta we beat Leon. coming back. He'll be a problem. You know, he will be. I do not think we beat Leon. You don't think so? I think we'll lose that game. I don't think, you think we put out a first team squad for Leon. No, no, I do not. No. I mean, what, what is, was this the league's cup? What is the league's yeah. cup? Who cares? It doesn't matter until it does. One of those things. Yeah. Like I want to get excited and I'll be there, you know, it'll be fun. As a fan, I'd rather put out an SKC2 squad for that game and, and not worry about it and, and just rest for league matches. That sucks, though, because as like a starter, don't you kind of want to play against these guys? Don't you yeah. want to? I, I, just, well, I remember when I went to a high school basketball camp, dude, I was invited to be in a drill and guard Wayne Simeon, Kansas basketball <laughs> great. He didn't score on me. No, there he you didn't go. drive. And then kicked it out to uh, Kendra Wecker from Kansas State, and she yeah. busted a three-pointer. But it's that wasn't my fault. That wasn't my guy. <laughs> that was not my responsibility. But it was wild. And I felt so cool, man. Like you want to you want to play against bigger people and test your skills against them. And yeah. you don't think we play a, a first team? I think Wilson Harris will get the start. I think we might yeah. see Ozzy Cisneros. They might Wilson see Harris, some Peyton Barber, Roberto Punchech. You know, I, I don't know. He's still a thing. I don't. He he was on the bench. Okay. So I don't know. And, and Felipe uh, Hernandez, man, still, still gone uh, for personal reasons. And uh, you know, heart goes out to him. Hope everything's going to be all right. You know? Yeah. We don't know what's going on, but hopefully, hopefully everything's good there. 
Um, I don't know. I just, you know, I could see Pulse Camp in goal for that game. I just, I don't know. Yeah. Graham Smith it's, at defense. I feel you. It's almost like what European teams do for like, uh, you know, the FA Cup. They Early they rounds. They don't normally field their first team and they, yeah. they'll let the second string goalkeeper play all the way to the yeah. final if they go, you know. Well, especially since we're getting kind of thin at midfield if, if Buzio leaves now. Now there's you know. some rumors. There are some rumors, and, and we had a, a question, at least one about these. Um, you only got you know, till Thursday, though. Austin Rogers asked about uh, some, some potential rumors, and, and you're right. Thursday is the transfer deadline, but uh, there are reports. Peter Vermees said, quote, I think there's a good possibility you could see some movement regarding our roster. We're looking to acquire some players. And then Sean Goodwin, this is the Sean Goodwin episode, apparently, yes. said, I've been told there is at least one incoming transfer in the works for Sporting KC ahead of Thursday's trade deadline. Well, Sean's the guy. I mean, if you don't follow Sean Goodwin for your Sporting KC news, I don't know who you're following because he is like the direct source. Hey, who's going to ask the first question in the press conference? Chances are it's Sean Goodwin. Who's asking the second one? Jimmy Mack, no other pod. (laughs) That's right, man. Hot on your heels, Sean. He's coming for you. (laughs) So we we don't know exactly which position this will be but i would have to assume that the center defensive midfield is probably pretty high on the shopping list yeah i would think so and the fact that he said players as well it's like oh my oh my what oh peter what's a, what's a dirty dog uh, you little warlock you what are you doing so for me number six is is the, the number one position that we need right now because because sure. buzio's leaving Ilya can step in that spot we have remy walter but peter said again today that Remy Walter's better position is the number eight. And yeah. with, with Felipe Hernandez gone, Roger can't play the number eight day in, day out consistently himself. So we need some, some midfield depth right now. But if Peter's saying play yours, okay, maybe there's just more midfielders. Who knows? But what, what other position would you like Sporting KC to bolster? Well, I mean, it'd be nice to have, a, a, you know, we've talked about that left wing, you know, uh, mm-hmm. behind Daniel up there. Yeah. No, that's fair. So we'll see. Uh, stay tuned. As we said, today, Wednesday, when you're listening to this, Buzio will probably go and will probably add a new player and we won't be here to talk about it. So exactly. you're welcome. But <laughs> uh, we got a lot of questions. From, you know, Connor Bateman and, and Ali both asked, will, will Buzio go with the team to LA or will he be in the 18 tomorrow? That's, you know, probably not. We'll see. Um I don't believe so. It's uh, it's all but a done deal, I'm sure. Yeah, we'll see. Um, Anthony Martinez, who are the biggest drama queens in Texas and why is it FC Dallas? We huh. talked about all their shenanigans. They're a mess. Uh, and then Drake Ewing says, will August be SKC's annual slump month where we struggle to get any points? No, 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 no. We'll see. I hope not. I don't not. know if that slump's really coming right now. I mean, with, with Polito coming back into the uh, – into the fold man it just it just makes sense that things are going to start clicking here and this could be actually a really good month despite like four of our six league games being on the road <laughs> um brett allen says with multiple poor performances from pro this past couple of weeks and what looks to be no action taken by mls do you think this is the league making a statement that they're encouraging teams to play like fc dallas and san jose FC Dallas plays this way week in and week out and have for years. What do you think? I mean, I, I, 
is if FC or if MLS or pro doesn't do anything to stop it, I don't know that they're actively encouraging it per se, but they're certainly not discouraging it. They're, they're not doing anything to prevent it. So, you know, if they don't care, why should, why should anyone else care? We just deal with it, dude. And it's like, all I'm doing is looking at the calendar to see if, and when we play them again, because you need some payback, dude, you need some vindication, like just the way they muck it up. And it, didn't we do the same thing? Didn't we play a little when Houston came to SKC earlier yeah. in the year? And then, yeah. then we went to them and we kind of slowed the game down right away too, yeah. just to kind of punch them in the mouth early. Yeah. I mean, it happens, but I just trash, man. There's no respect. I, there I, just, I just needs to it. be consistency. Again, that's the name of the game. Consistency from pro and how things are sure. called. And there never is week over week. Well, why not throw a yellow card out right away? What are you scared of? Yeah. You know, assert your dominance. Be like, this is how I'm playing it. If yeah. you want to play these games, then you can take a walk. You can go watch the game from the freaking clubhouse. Right. You know what I mean? And don't wait to the 80th Baseball, minute but... to do it. Right. Don't wait, yeah. man. And I, I've seen I've seen good referees like in the Premier League throw up yellow cards for those exact reasons real early. Yeah. And it's like, don't don't play with me. Right. Don't do it. Right. Uh, last question from our guy, Bob, uh, one of our OG listeners. Shout out to Bob. Yes, dude. Bob, um, hey. You know, Bob he, and Julie, baby. <laughs> she, she, uh, she. <laughs> he says, it seems that with all the midfielders we have, uh, w- are we running them to death by making them play so much field? Seems that the teams coming in are just playing really wide and making our midfielders play a lot of area. So he's oh, basically wow. saying that, you know, teams just play it down the flanks and the midfield is spread so thin and you know guys like roger and Ilya are, are not the fastest guys in the world and, and they're not yeah. the youngest you know Gotti keen has got a lot of energy and, and a young guy like cam duke's got a lot of energy but he's recovering from injury so True. i don't know well, now while they're coming down those flanks you got zussi and martins on the outside back really hauling their asses to get back right and he's right that is something that's something to point out there because as they're getting back now, Fontas is trying not to get beat along mm-hmm. with whoever's next to him, Ilya, uh, uh, now easy lately. Yeah. But it's, uh, man, that's, it's a good point. Cause we do kind of conde- uh, uh, pack in the midfield a little more centrally. Yeah. It's, I mean, it goes back to midfield depth. We need some more midfield depth. So I, I'd like to see us sign at least one uh, center defensive midfielder uh, this, this window. And, and, you know, I wouldn't hate it if you came out and said we signed two midfielders this window. Bring in bring in a couple of guys and and we'll see. Because, you know, who's our number ten consistently now? We got we 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 almost need another number ten now. Buzio was sort of the backup yes. number ten True. because Gadikina would start and he was the default number six. Well, now we need depth at number six, but we also kind of need depth at the number ten spot too. Now, can can we also sign like MLS players? Is that also transfer window? Yeah, yeah. If they're under contract, it's it's, it's all for this transfer window. Now, if they're a free agent, you can sign them at any time. It doesn't oh, have to sure. be in the transfer window. So you can right. trade for people under contract, or you know. Yeah, but it has to be in this like transfer that. window. Gotcha. So we might see you know MLS players on, sure. on Thursday announced, or uh, it's or interesting. Uh, keep an eye on that. You know. Yeah, we're getting somebody. It sounds like it's just a question of who and what. Right. So. Uh, one person that we know will not be on Sporting KC for the rest of the year is uh, Tyler Freeman. This was kind of random yeah, and, and out of nowhere, but he got sent to a club whose name I'm going to butcher in the, the two Bundesliga. Uh, yeah. Karlsruher SC. 
So I love it, dude. The second <laughs> Bundesliga. I mean, that's, that's huge for him, man. And Peter was like, he's never been anywhere. This would be great for him. Similar mm-hmm. to Daniel, uh, when we loaned him to a Hungary club and Daniel really matured and grew up, you know, but and Kyrie, I like Tyler Freeman. Kyrie went to the two Bundesliga and came back a different player. Yeah, Tyler or Kyrie came back a, a straight up man. Yeah. Like he so. was like ready to ball out, dude. So Tyler Freeman does the same thing. I mean, they can recall him at any time, I believe. Yeah. I mean, he's scheduled to be there for the, the entire 2021, 2022 season. And he hasn't sure. figured much into sporting Casey's plans this year. So I'm all for it, man. Good, good for yeah. them. It's not like, you know, even with when Wilson Harris is active, it's not like he's starting there. They, they do throw Kyrie up top and it's a, uh, it's weird. The, the, yeah. the, you know, the lineup of things and how that is, you would think Wilson Harris might just slot in for Kyrie or for Polito yeah. when he's gone, but that's not the case. Yeah, it, it is interesting. Um, but you know, we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, shout shout out to to Tyler Freeman for for taking that next step, and and hopefully he'll come back an even better player, and we'll see what happens. So, uh, he's not the only SKC or former SKC player that went to Europe uh, this week. You know, we talked about Kai Kamara. He he found a new home in Finland, so he will not become a sporting KC, even though he was at Children's Mercy Park a couple of weeks ago. Right. He signed with uh, uh, HIFK is is the name mm. of the club so Hifk. Hifk. Uh, so shout out to him uh and then lastly really the last thing to, for, for me to talk about is you know the gold cup usa wins with people are saying it's a b team that beat mexico's a team i don't know that it's mexico's a team because you know it's closer yeah. to their a team than than what the usa had that's for sure but sure you know they didn't have uh a, a four or five of their of their key players you got to assume Chicharito factors into that, right? Uh, yeah, and and Lozano, Chucky Lozano, even though he's injured, um, Lozano, right? Yeah. They have an entire other team literally right now playing in the Olympics. So okay. there's two squads that are split. I mean, it's but this is a this is a big win for for the U.S. men's national team, I think, and and for Greg Berhalter sure. to to cement that you know, okay, he's the guy for now. We'll see what happens in the future, and it might push Tata Martino. Tata Martino, I almost yes. messed up his name. Might push him out of Mexico because this is two finals in a row. He's lost to Greg Berhalter in the United States, and Mexico's not a fan of that. It's pretty wild, pretty wild. And and for us to win two trophies in a year over our biggest rivals yeah. both times, like that's cool. That's a great narrative to write. No matter what squad they put out on the field, it doesn't matter. It's yeah. international tournament soccer, and that's a big deal. But yeah. I personally, I don't think USA or Mexico played that well in this entire tournament. I feel like they, they kind of, I don't know, maybe all the other teams played to their level too, and they weren't that great, but like USA had some pretty boring games, dude. I agree. Like leading up to this, even this one, everyone's like, this game is so nuts. And I'm like, yeah, quite the nutty nil nil game. It is right now. It was kind of sloppy. Yes. For both sides. So then it's like, oh, one nil, super nuts. Like I, I, I just, it's hard to get that excited when you see the whole tournament play out and the, the lack of fans that showed up to their group stage games. Uh, it, you know, nothing against, nothing against the fans that did come out because people came to every game. Right. It's just, I don't even know what kind of point I'm trying to make right now. Just people how came, it could be more exciting. People came to every game, but I mean, that was a Mexico home game in Las Vegas. Oh, that was, for sure. That was as it should be. That was far and away 
a, a greater number of Mexico fans were there in, in yeah, Las so Vegas. Try to tell us we had home field advantage at this game. You know what I mean? <laughs> Did we at other places? Absolutely. It was like, who's here for USA? And it was just a roar. And then it was like, who's here for this team? And it was crickets. Yeah. And then it's like, let's do the wave because that's an American thing. All right, we'll do the wave. It was just, it was just a bizarre tournament uh, in was. general. But a it was weird. Trophy, you get money for winning. You get money for even being on the team. Yeah. And really cool for Busio, man. And maybe he uh, factors into future plans there. Who knows? We'll see. I mean, he didn't have the best tournament, but he got international experience. So that's, and that's I knew okay. he wouldn't start. I knew he yeah. wouldn't start the final. You kind of had to know that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they talked about it. He Baralter broke that news. So I'm kind of gave him a hug said, Hey, you just got to do this. And, and that's fine. Uh, but you're right. USA didn't have a great, I mean, they beat Haiti one zero. They beat Jamaica one zero. They beat Mexico one zero. They beat Cutter. Was it one zero against Cutter too? I think. Yep. Their only game where they scored more was against Martinique. Granted, they yep. only allowed one goal in the whole tournament to Martinique, but they beat Martinique mm-hmm. six one. But and I left that game early because it was late as hell. Yeah. I was like, okay, I gotta get out of here. And then they just went off. They beat Canada one zero. I mean, like literally every game, it was a, a, a tight one zero win that they kind of squeak out sometimes flukily. And exactly. But this isn't really the starting squad that we're gonna see for World Cup qualifying, but maybe some of these guys earned their way into the starting squad for world cup qualifying, which is, Oh, I don't know, two months away. Like yeah. that's kind of wild. I'd love to see children's mercy park, get a world cup qualifier. That'd yeah. be cool. Be cool. We'll see. So, I mean, I, I got no other pod hoodie on the way that I could absolutely <laughs> wear out there. Be cool. We'll see. So I think that's about all I have for this week, man. You got anything else for our good listeners? You know, I, uh, I don't it's gonna be it's gonna be a week man we got three games coming mm-hmm. and uh i'm i'm thinking i'm thinking two mls wins dude i'm feeling lafc uh it okay. does suck that it's late tonight 9 30 by the way so get your after dinner siestas in and uh <laughs> you know stay up for that yep absolutely and uh and check us out on the stateside soccer show we should be in their latest episode mm-hmm. As of this recording, we haven't yet recorded it, but we're supposed to right after this, so it should be it's out there. Coming. So go Super check it out. Stoked. Talk SKC with them. So Stateside Soccer Show, check them out where you get your podcasts. And uh, and yeah, thank you all so much for listening. Make sure, as always, you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at NoOtherPod, at Dan Kuzer, at JCMac03. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash NoOtherPod. Uh, shoot us an email, NoOtherPod at gmail.com. Check out that merch store at bitly.com slash no other pod or bit.ly.com slash no other pod there's always sales going on you can always find good stuff get a shirt like dan said i got a sweatshirt coming my way too so it's uh we got some good stuff coming for you um i think there's a sale coming up here actually starting today there's a sale until the 8th so go check it out get your no other pod merch and uh and then head on over to hellotoshi.com slash no other and get your hello toshi bidet with 10% off courtesy of no other pod so splash splish splash uh but i think that's all we got for this week thank y'all so much we'll be back next well dan will be back i won't be here next week it's an off week for me i'm gonna be uh, i'm gonna be away uh so dan will be back maybe by himself maybe with a guest we'll figure it out it's it's gonna be great maybe i'll get it might might be a daniel podcast i got shallowy on the line bro let's get him in dan pod yeah. So, 
let's uh, thank you all so much. Uh, Dan will be back next week. But until then, he's Dan. I'm Jimmy. We'll catch you all later. See ya. Daniel Coos and Jimmy Mack. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, Access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.